Hello and welcome to the Morning Vaughan podcast. This is episode seven. We've got Lyle, Keith and me at the table. Uh, Ad's not here this week. Yeah, he's off ill. Yeah. Baby. Yeah, man flu. I mean, is that what we're calling pneumonia these days? Yeah, it's just the greater man flu. <laughs> the greater man flu. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're praying for him because man flu is dangerous, but... Teach your kids about the dangers of man flu. Exactly. Yeah. But also, this is a podcast to do, so suck it up and get down it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who who cares that you can't actually physically see anything to drive? You know? <laughs> Give us a fuck. Just put rubber around your car or something. It's yeah. difficult. It's like, come on, you, you literally hit two roads and that's the A12 and the M25. Fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the problem is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is going to be the first episode in our new... Format? Format, word. Format. yeah, we'll go with that. That's a good word. Yeah. So, do you want to explain it, Keith? Yeah, well, I, I come up with this idea and I think it would be beneficial for all of us. They're going to be shorter episodes, compact, about ranging probably from about 20 minutes to about 45 minutes. And hopefully get them out weekly. Yeah, weekly or maybe fortnightly, depending on what we can do. But yeah. yeah. Just a bit more regular. Yeah. Um, a just bit more focused and less yeah. bullshit from us as well. Yeah. Well, how yeah. was that? I mean, yeah. <laughs> that, that's the thing. It's like, you, we have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have stuff like that to post up all our hobby progress and everything like that. And you do some of that, actually. Yeah. Um, I thought... Progress? Well, yeah. I've done Welsh Ring Armies. Well, the first two no, episodes. No, I was talking about myself. Yeah. Posting stuff. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I just thought it'd be a better way to, to do it instead of cutting out all that bullshit because... You're pretending this is for us or the listeners. It's just so you have to edit less shit, isn't it? Pretty much. <laughs> I don't have to sit there for like three hours listening to the conversation that I had for four hours the no, day No, that's before. fair. That's fair. Um, Most of which was crap. Yeah. And uh, one, of, one of my bugbears is uh, the word um. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So I have a stutter. So I say um a lot because I have to think about what I'm saying otherwise I end up stuttering all the way through. So yeah, I am the world's worst with the um, but it's, you yeah. should do a compilation of just all the ums that you cut out. <laughs> I'm one of the blokes at work who done the music for the podcast. I'm tempted to cut out all the ums and see if we can do our intro music <laughs> just really just nice. with the ums. Yeah, the Christmas good. special. That's yeah. Good. He's kind of looked at it and he's like, yeah, it's going to take forever. And as I've asked him to do a couple of other things, he's... Uh, yeah, put that one on the back burner. Yeah. yeah. But definitely do it. Oh, I'm definitely going to try. I'm um, going to do an April Fool's episode of Just Arts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stop spoiling it. <laughs> Turn the mics off. Yeah, great, great. Delete this bit. Um, All right. What are we talking about today? Uh, today's going to be about our, uh, our campaign. Yeah, so... Well, so I've just written down Thurus campaign with a specific bit of it, isn't it? It is. Siege of Thurus 7. Uh, the defence of... How do you pronounce your... Byzanth. Uh, Byzanth, yeah. The defence of the vaults of Byzanth. That's what we're... the one. That's what we're trying to do. Cool. And we kind of figured that because all three of us were on the loyalist side, we'd kind of sell this as a... This is what the loyalists are doing. We don't care what the traitors are doing. We don't... We don't know what the plans are. We don't know what the traitors are doing. Well, don't think they do. Yeah, the traitors don't know what they're doing. But as far as it is, this is the loyalists. We're we're reacting. We're seeing what they're doing. And that's how we're going to sell this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we're not going to go too much into each game. We're just going to say... We're going to go over the fluff. This isn't going to be a... I moved the unit to the left-hand side of the board and shot six dice. This is going to be what actually happened, why the game's important, where we're going with it. 
Um, so yeah, which so, I think is really important because that, that's the heart really of a campaign. Yeah, I'm yeah. less compelled by these like campaign trees and you know uh, binary results of like side A one round one move left on the tree. Like it's yeah. more about creating a story. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm more interested in the story than particular games. Yeah, well, I'm interested in the binary stuff, but that's. Because I was going to say, I think you and I are going to have a bit of discussion about this. Well, um, but... it, it's just more the. I just think of everything as a technical manual. Mm-hmm. So I'm not great with fluff. I mean, one of the, when I was growing up, one of the first things that I actually read on a regular basis was technical manuals. Really sad. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. like Mike's face. It's radio, Mike. Yeah. You can't just use a face. <laughs> No, it's... Or hand gesture. <laughs> yeah, so, no, it's like the rules and how things work was the bit that kind of intrigued me. Mm-hmm. And um, where we got the, the campaign from was the campaign from book four. And if you read that, the whole technical aspect of it is just genius on how you can create a campaign. It's kind of a lot better than, like, oh, we played this game, so the next game would be this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? It's... I, I think it's cool that, because obviously we can bring different like interests and, and skill sets to something like this. I have tried to read those campaign rules every time I'm reading yep. the fluff in those books, and I'm just like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> and, but obviously, at the same time, I was too lazy to do anything for the campaign. And Keith, <laughs> Keith took the front <laughs> centre here. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, we just turned up one day and on our group messaging thing, there was just a, here is the campaign. Yeah. It's a document. <laughs> <Don't> read it. <laughs> Thanks, Keith. <laughs> yeah, it's just, so I never really paid attention to to the campaign originally. Mm. Uh, up until ages and ages ago, Age of Darkness done uh, a whole podcast. Like I think it was like a three-episode podcast talking about this campaign mm. or this campaign system and I was like that just sounds really cool so I sat there read through it nitpicked the bits I liked and trying to use as many of the rules that they actually wrote yeah I know there's loads and loads of detail yeah. to this yeah it, it was a bit unfair of me to like reduce it to no, three yeah. missions and a tree <laughs> between them but yeah yeah I mean it's there's loads of bits that you can add into it loads of bits that we can't I thought, as it's such a small group that that's doing this campaign, it's like fit as many different things into it as possible. Mm. If it was run as an event, you'd have to condense it down yeah, a lot more. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's a different, different, no, different yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Um, although you can run it as an event, but certain bits just just won't work yeah. for that amount of people. Mm. So yeah, this was first first one. Mike was our commander in chief. Still a stupid idea. I. I, you learned that now. You've learned it. I chose you to try and give you a buzz about your ultramarines, getting them done. Like you had a purpose for. Oh, yeah. It makes sense as well, though, right? Like, but, yeah, but that's it, the like, thing. Theater command. Let, yeah. let, yeah. let the fucking arrogant. Well, that's kind of the problem with my legions. If you're going to go, who's always going to leave a traitor army if it's there? It's going to be Santa Horus. Who's going to leave a um, lawless army? It's probably going to be the ultramarines. Because yeah, I mean, yeah. you can make a case for like fists or. Yeah, you it's can make an argument, but I think yeah, Ultimate's always going to go, yeah, yeah, I hear your arguments, but no, I'm in charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And, and I've got a manual that shows <laughs> why I'm in charge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's the command structure, and this is why you are two, oh, you're two things below, oh, bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it couldn't be me, because I'm the one who's done the whole campaign thing, and it, I felt it would just end up being 
this is what I want to do. <laughs> Everybody do what I say. I get, yeah, I mean, that's like quite a meta reason, but like fluff-wise, Space oh, yeah. Wolves don't really get on that well with... No, um, we, we would just... That, that more coherent command structure. Yeah. 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 Um, we're fine with saying like, look, you need to do attack this or defend this mm-hmm. but apart from that we ain't gonna listen to a word you say of how yeah yeah so and I, I, like my mechanicum obviously there's there's a vague hint that they're not entirely loyalists they've just run the maths and also decided this, this is probably the side to to pick yeah give <laughs> 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 no yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i think going quickly into mechanics just before we get to the story i think so First games, we rolled to see who was attacking the feelings. That's how you got points. Yeah. Um, and I chose all the loyalists to defend, no matter if we won or not. Yeah, that... Uh, so, <laughs> game, game mechanics... Like, wise, get out of the I, yeah, yeah. No, no, I think this is good, though. After you, okay. Yeah, so, game mechanic-wise, you're meant to... You have a commander-in-chief, and basically, yeah, they roll off for initiative. Whoever wins the initiative gets to decide whether they attack... Or defend. But I think I won two out of three. Yeah, this this is it. It's like for each game you're meant to roll for this initiative and work out what way you're playing. Mm. And everyone might say, we're going to defend this. We ain't going to score any points. Only attackers in the campaign can score points. <laughs> right. So now I can justify myself. Yeah. So what yeah. I was thinking, in my head, we're being attacked. I know we've played. Well, I didn't play the first game, but you three played. Well, you two and I played the first game. And that was the initial, the traitors getting onto the planet. Thoros has been an ongoing thing. It goes back to you and Ad yeah. uh, running an event for uh, Legion of Lies, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's Ad's planet, so... System or whatever. System. Yeah. And so. it's like loyalist hell, which yeah. is why yeah. I agreed so that's with Mike's what I decision, to although we weren't going to get any command points, yeah. we it's are literally defending against the new traitor attack on yeah. the system. Like, I, I, I totally get it. Again, looking at it from a gaming point of view, <laughs> and as yeah, as I do, it's like so we're gonna be like potentially we we end up having five games over this weekend. We could end up being like five nil down after like the first first day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's always a risk of that, but I only did it to the first round. So I think the second round, I don't know how we did it. I think it was. Bit yeah, I think it just happened. Yeah, it just happened. I think but the second one. I kind of thought the first round. This is the initial strikes. This is the traitors hitting us. Yeah. So I wanted to defend that, and then as they're hitting, now we're now we're counterattacking. Now we're dealing with it. Yeah. But it, it kind of the story didn't go that way anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> no, for for a fluff wise, I'm fine. It's it's just the way that my mind works is yeah. very. Yeah. Because those things happen, right? After after our campaign day, I was uh, talking to Luke about his Mechanicum list and, and certain things he wanted to change for the next time we uh, do some campaign games. And I was like, oh, that, that Magos Dominus is it's rubbish, mate. That's not done. He's like, yeah, but there's a story behind it. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, you're doing this for yeah. a reason other than what's the most competitive Mechanicum list I can build. So. Yeah, he's definitely getting into it. It's, it's nice yeah. to see because some of them... There's not, you know, in a group, seeing the narrative. Well, the story behind that was, like, Luke and I played, I'd lost my Warlord, and there's a mechanic to see what happens yeah. to yeah. the Warlord. Uh, um, yeah. 
Yeah. And he was basically like taken prisoner or whatever in the campaign. Yeah. And I, you, I could choose to try and do a rescue mission. Yeah. I was like, fuck that. I don't care about this no-name <laughs> Like, In fact, I suspect internal politics on Byzant meant that he was like thrown to the wolves yeah. in this fight. But what Luke's doing is building a character based around him who's been like fucking mind wiped <laughs> and brought over to the other side. It's just cool. cool. It's really cool. Because yeah. one of the rules in this is that we've got three, I say named loosely, it's not named named, it's our names. Yeah. Characters that are going to progress through the campaign. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, so we've got, for the campaign, we've got two uh, parts of the planet that we're fighting over. Uh, the first part, which is what we've done here you have to allocate one character that can only fight on this camp on this um part of the planet and one character on the other part and then you have one character that can go either way um i'm glad i know that now yeah <laughs> it doesn't bother me anymore <laughs> as we're going to so yeah um so for my characters i had uh stuttgart yorickson my uh he, yeah, he's the the Wolf Lord of the Ninth, but he is only a siege breaker. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, he's the one that can swing both ways. Okay. You're good <laughs> um, to know. Is, yeah. Was that after his experiences with Meissen and Eshi Demons? Yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. not judging him. <laughs> yeah, well. You can be whatever you want to be, but except nice. a word bearer. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, no, he's he's the one that can swing. And to be honest, I can't remember the names that I've gave the other characters. One of them is one that. This is the thing with the space wolves. They have these really cool names, yeah. but you can't pronounce any of them <laughs> without coughing. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that, I'm guessing what you got that siege breaker dude. See, Praetor. So there's no there's siege breaker. Yeah. That's on one side, which yeah. was for this campaign. Uh, no, the Siege Breaker can swing both ways. Then I have a Master of Signals that is on this side of the planet. And then I have a Priest, uh, Speaker of the Dead on cool. the other side. And then I have a Champion that is just going to be random. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I have to take a Champion for the list. Rules. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So. Whereas I had Captain Gaius Verus Crinitus Lamanicus of the 173rd Company leading the whole. Loyalist. I've just seen that on the, the show notes. Yeah. That's a proper name. It's a proper Roman that name. That is a proper Roman Each bit name, of it means something. Go on then. Which, which is why it doesn't matter now. Because Yeah, so let's go to the story. We'll, we'll go back round. Yeah. So, Captain Gaius Verus Crinitus Lamanicus, master of the 173rd Company of the Ultramarines, took command of the defence of the planet, splitting the troops under his command and rushing them to the key positions he felt would be hit first by the traitor attacks, but he was outplayed. Uh, his lieutenant was hit in the in convoy before they even got to the assigned zone by the traitor Mechanicus, and the captain's own portion was swarmed by overwhelming numbers of world eaters. The Mechanicus forges shook to the sound of explosions as traitor elements made their move, completely knocking out those priests still loyal to the throne into disarray. Clearly, Kelbor Howe's influence was great in the vision he thought. Only the wolves held their own, defending against wave after wave of berserk world eaters, fighting for what felt like days. While they couldn't hold every barricade, they did manage to stem the tide and give the loyalists a chance to regroup. So that's the fluff for this opening five games of what we've done. 
oh, I haven't read that before, and that's actually pretty good. Well done. Round of applause. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just need someone to describe my English because it's not my first language. That's the story I'm sticking to. But I think game-wise overall, I lost both my games mm-hmm. badly. Uh, Captain Gaius Ferris Crinicus Lamanicus is dead. Good good and properly dead. Like properly dead. Properly dead. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, his lieutenant has been captured. But we, we played a ambush game, so I set out as actually an ambush and he got captured. Uh, so that's not ideal. Oh, I loved that ambush game. Oh, that was a good brutal. game. I've, I've got some really good photos, but I need to put in the group actually, because <laughs> I'm really proud of the photos, but it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Uh, you're, you won your mechanics game. I won my mecha- uh, mechanic game. But then you didn't yeah. have a second, so we're kind of saying that because you won, you've held the forges, but you've just held them, you've not got control, you've held yeah, yeah, yeah. the trade so, mechanics of doing what they're doing now. Yes, and I think as well, like, uh, although it was quite a resounding win, I lost my warlord, so there's this sense almost of all oh, the automata just falling back onto like defensive protocols yeah, and not yeah. taking the initiative yeah. after that. So they've kind of held the forges, but they're like surrounded by swarms of world eaters. Yeah, that's just panic and shit. And, yeah, that's kind yeah. of yeah. And then Keith, you won your first game. No, I lost my I, first game. I lost. Uh, I, I lost by a point. Uh, me and I played a basically a, a, a standoff eaters against. Wolves is literally whoever gets charged first. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think between us, we was left with a total of like five models. Um, the only problem was was his five models were split over three units. My five models were split over two units. So you won on attrition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there it is. Yeah. But then I got my revenge when I played Rob's World Eaters. So, yeah, we, in, we played Ambush... Um, and yeah, the the ambush they they didn't effectively ambush the wolves correctly. Well, because you set up actually with your um, age of defense lines around you. Actually, as a you knew you were being ambushed, so you set up yeah. a position. Yeah, and that it, was cool. Uh, it was kind of like oh, so the whole my whole idea this me trying to do fluff, which does not work. Um, the wolves are meant to have like. Uh, quite major senses. Yeah, you, you knew know, it was coming. We, we knew it was coming, so it's like, okay, so there was a big building. Probably just smelt the fucking ultra room blood on the yeah. <laughs> Well, that's, that's it, we smelt them coming. So there was a big building in the middle, so I used, I put all my heavy weapons on there because I, I brought the siege walls, done the heavy weapons on there, and then built a wall around them. And then the Grey Slayers were just. The, the way it looked, they was at the back, so like all the big guns were there to lure them all forward, to kind of shoot them from a distance, and as soon as they got close enough, they would just go through and smash I think you show yourself short, mate, because that's a fucking great story. Yeah. And it chimes, it's like the opposite happening to Mike, yeah. where he Mine were literally in a convoy, in a convoy yeah. and they Eat just it. got absolutely wrecked by all these <laughs> and, like, and, and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. right? Yeah. It was quite cool. Look at your stuff. That you, your siege walls. You, you, you felt it coming. You knew you were being attacked. Hopefully you were in position, but you might not have been. But you've yeah. seen it coming, so you set up. You've dealt with it. And that's what was quite nice that we've now got. We've got bits of the planet that we're still holding. We can yeah. now push back. We can regroup. We can. I've, two things that come to mind here. Like number one, this is the great thing about narrative gaming, right? Because there's nothing. We didn't like pre-configure those results. Yeah. We didn't. We weren't like, like this would be a cool story if the ultramarines all get massacred, but the wolves yeah. are prepared. Yeah. But like the just the random chance of games 
creates those stories to move yeah. forward. We've got like two awesome little like snapshots um, of what happened to our forces. The other thing actually is that ambush is a really useful tool for this kind of gaming. Yeah. Like it's not a great mission if you're just like playing a pickup game. Oh, it's um, you just roll that. Like yeah. I haven't played it in probably a year or two. Yeah. Because once you've experienced ambush a couple of times, you're like, this isn't really built for that kind of thing. I've played great storytelling. Well, this like, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> the The first game is kind of a box standard, twelve inches on everything yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the next game, we and Ab were talking about like what missions should we do. It's like, well, why not do it? So it's as if so the loyalists were defeated. So they've actually got room to retreat. Mm-hmm. So why not do it? So they're retreating and get still getting attacked mm-hmm. from that way. So that's why we chose the ambush mission. Yeah, I quite like that. We're worried about the fluff now is that we're it's all happened fairly simultaneously. It's not like we've had one day we've had battle and then the second day we've been ambushed. It's all going on at the same sort of yeah. time. Yeah. So some of the elements have got to places, some of them haven't, and it's all just showing that the traitors are just hitting us and hitting us hard. Yeah. Hard and fast. And it was quite nice as well that we had of the three players on the traitor side, we had one mechanical which gave us a mechanical storyline. Mm-hmm. And two world eater armies. Yeah. Also meant if you're gonna sort a planet, you're gonna send someone down first. Yeah, that's them. Yeah, that's what yeah, I was yeah. gonna say. Is like yeah. it kind of works well because it's like yeah, like you said, if you're gonna send anyone down to take the the big guns first round, it's gonna be the eaters because they ain't yeah. gonna give a shit. Yeah, and they swarmed us so much. Oh, yeah. I didn't see much of it. Every time I looked over at Mike's game, I was like, whoa, those world eaters are a lot closer than they were last time. <laughs> it was just a ball of. I I, I yeah. I, I'm not going to go into the game, but I, I set up my rhinos near the board, set up my figures next to the rhinos that I wasn't going to get in. And it's just this wall of white that just kept coming at me. I couldn't <laughs> do anything about it. Yeah. And that's it, isn't it? That, yeah. That's the that's that like iconic world eaters image. Yeah, like, it was brilliant. Know. It was exactly yeah. what you want to see, just bodies coming across the board and eating at the end well, of it. That, that was like mine and Ed's game. I mean, it was, it was like Ad had... So we played, what, 2,000 points. And yeah. Ad, Ad had 60 Marines... Charging forward, but we got. I've got my siege ball, so we we've got big guns. So it's just like, can we shoot as many down? Yeah, yeah. Before they get there, I turns out we can't. No, you can't. <laughs> the guns weren't big enough. But yeah, he's little. He's he got a scout scout squad or recon squad in there just to uh, put his points at the level. Uh, that done nothing for the whole game. And they're the ones that won him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's always boy. Yeah, nice. So, so yeah, so yeah, we almost ended with like, as you say, there's there's that like story of the the world eaters being that blunt instrument to get gain the beachheads, but then Luke and I were perhaps playing out a slightly different story because mm. as yeah. you know, the the overall fluff is there's there's some fucking mystery to yeah. do with my Forge Worlds tech vaults on yeah. this planet, right? So perhaps so, Luke's guys were using that as cover to go yeah, after the, something. There's a bit of intrigue around that story. That, that's that's kind of what I'm kind of thinking. Like, now we've kind of got armies that we, we're putting in there. It's like the Mechanicum, like your Mechanicum has got a vault that they're storing. You've got the Loyalists trying to protect that vault. We don't actually and, know what's in it. Yeah, and, and I mean, a lot of the, like, because my Fordrop was up to some very, like, heretical... I don't know how to say that word yeah. when it's the heretic. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, they were up to a lot of shit before compliance. And yeah. they had like quite harsh 
um, measures imposed on by Mars. Um, so yeah. there could be some really weird shit in there. Yeah. It's not chaos, but it, there could be some really yeah. weird mm. shit in there. So, yeah, the way that we see it is the, the lawyers are trying to defend whatever's in this vault that, that is there. Um, traitors have decided that they want it. Yeah. We're just there to try and stop them. We don't even know what's what's there. Lyle's the only one who actually knows. Well, he doesn't know, but... <laughs> we'll he, get there. We'll get yeah. There. <laughs> but when we get there, we just find out it's like a, the last no. the last Twinkie. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Amazing. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I know Luke's got one of his um, one of his HQs, like one of his characters for this, is based on like bits of Necron minis. So I mean, obviously yeah, that, that might be quite thing. an easy route yeah. to go down. The old like it's actually really nice as well. It's really cool, isn't yeah. it? Cause it's not just he's got a Necron body and whacked a bit of mechanical. It's actually really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, if you get the impression that his dark mech have a cult of the dragon. Catan influence—they yeah. could mm. be after some shit like that. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of potential there. Yeah, I mean, this was I only think, round, round one. Round one. So. Yeah, I yeah. think we we, we always get lucky with these things because if you play the classic like traitor attack on the loyalist position yeah. from orbit or whatever, and the traitors get hammered, where do you go with that story? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, round two. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> another attack. No, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so shall we call it there then? Well, that's the sort of first opening stage of the campaign. We've got another one coming up soon. Hopefully it's about three weeks. Something like that, yeah. yeah. Well, we can keep the storyline going. and Yeah. Because I think we're, we're planning to move a few players around, swap the sides of now and just keep numbers going. Yeah, so I mean that sort of, I guess, prequel to this, where we played uh, Yumi and yeah. Ed, was sort of the opening stages. I was using Werebearers and Demons for that. So yeah. we can kind of jump around sides it's a bit fluid like that yeah. but yeah I mean yeah, we're here to play games rather than be set in stone yeah yeah I mean we, we've all got well us three have got armies both sides yeah hmm. um, and so. I think long term I don't know how, how we'll all um, work this out but when we do get round to running an event next year I would really like that to be the combination yeah. of this story yeah I think in yeah. some yeah. way or another you know as we said you can't really use a campaign like this to run a day event but yeah it, and we're planning on getting other players involved even if it's just for a game or two just get people in get new armies yeah because that's, that's the thing like showing up to play this it was really just like I'm playing a normal game yeah. against mm-hmm. Luke but there was a structure mm-hmm. Like a meta structure to what was going to go yeah, on after yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I still quite like to use it to do sort of Essex meetups again that we did do for a while and then we stopped. Yeah. yeah. It's actually just getting anyone in the area that plays Heresy turn up, let's get you involved. Yeah. But we'll talk about it on the Facebook group, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, should we call it there? Nice, short and sweet. Yeah. We'll say what we want to say. Yeah. yeah so, I think that's it. Yeah. So it's just. Do a, you want to plug the normal stuff? or? Yeah. So it's. Uh, yeah, catch us on Facebook. So, Vulnerable Podcast, we have a group, which is Vulnerable Podcast Group. Instagram, use Fluffy Ponies, uh, oh, sorry, it's, it's Vulnerable Podcast. Yeah. We have an email if you want to get in contact, which is uh, podcast at themournable30k.co.uk. I can't remember which one it is. I know, I think we've got them both. Yeah. But I know one of them's linked to one email account and one of them's linked to another one, so it's whether I read it or not. <laughs> uh, at some point, I'll learn how to use email. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's if you can send letters to Lyle on a yeah, postcard. You could yeah. actually do that. I will, I will get back to you. But you yeah. can't have my address. So. <laughs>
<laughs> you know, set up like a PO box. Yeah, I would, I would totally do that. I'm a fucking analog boy, man. Like all this digital <laughs> stuff. No. <laughs> like letters for the Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Campaign by mail. I feel like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so thank you for listening to the Morning Ball podcast. Um, we'll hopefully get another episode out really quick after this one, I think. Yeah. yeah. Sons of Horus. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> this is good, though. Thank you.